0: What I think is curious is based upon the first reading that we heard and knowing what we know of the fulfillment of times, would you think that Solomon and his sons were faithful to God and the law? No? Because they, lo- well, because well, well, you know they weren't. <laughs> because I was like, but because the line of David is fulfilled in Jesus. And yet nobody was faithful. Not even David himself. Then Solomon, the very next, is not faithful. And then the next. And then there's the line of the, of the, of the evil kings. And then the divided kingdom. And by the time you come up to the time of Jesus, there is no, there is no king a, a, at all. Yeah? But still God fulfills his promise... To David, by keeping uh, David into the bloodline that he brings into Jesus, the true king, the true fulfillment, so here in this way, God fulfills, but in a way that 's totally Im- unimaginable, in a way that could not have been foreseen, and in a way that 's totally incommensurate with our faithfulness. You know what it made me think of was that reading from two second Timothy. You remember, it's if you deny him, he will deny you. If you are faithless, he will remain faithful because he cannot deny himself. It's a little bit like, whoa, did I read that right? It's like, uh, because he does remain faithful in this way, which is why we have to be careful of uh, not thinking about Christianity in this sort of crystalline sort of moralistic thing. Well, well, God will reward me as long as I do everything perfectly. God has a sort of plan that's totally, totally uh, uh, above our imagination. But we're always called to recognize and to affirm the good thing that he gives us. And as much as he gives us grace to say yes, and in as much as in our limited capacity, in our freedom, in other words, that we have to say yes, Because God wants to be our friends and he doesn't want to lose anybody. And so he does everything he can to come close to to us right here, even today.